everyone, it's Izzy Eze, along with Tembi, and welcome to Somewhat Grown, a podcast about adulting from two 20-somethings, just figuring it out, and embracing the process. Hello, people. <laughs> welcome back. I like that intro, to be honest. <laughs> you need to do that I more. Keep up the energy. I will try. I'll try my best. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're leading this one a little Ooh, bit. Am I? Yeah. <laughs> well, it was it was your idea, and I I love it. I think it's a really um, it's a very apt topic, actually. Thank you. Can I just say this is the second time you're putting me on blast? Like just out there, the last episode she was doing. Are you going to read the book? Okay, let me know how the book goes. So <laughs> this what doing. My dear, you're the one that's doing this. You know, you better start talking. <laughs> oh, no, no, you're right, you're right. But um, yeah, welcome back to everyone. <laughs> um, thank you so much for hopefully listening to the first um episode of 2023. And yeah. um today we we're here with another topic. And it is all around autonomy. It's all around responsibility. So, I mean, the reason why I thought about this um, episode is because I guess when you're in your 20s or just, I guess, when you've moved out, when you have, when you're adulting, um, Mm -hmm. I think we we navigate through so many sort of decisions in life. And it's the fact that we have so much freedom that Mm. allows us to discover ourselves in new ways and maybe ways that we've never um we never thought we would um Mm. prior to living in our parents houses you know so I'm just interested to know what is the balance between autonomy going out here living your best life versus Mm. responsibility of my dear I don't know if you should be doing all of these things (laughs) that's that's the easiest way I can put it so um yeah yeah. should we should we get into it but maybe do the word of the day yeah let's do it word of the day Okay, let's see what our word of the day is. Is perfect. <laughs> Ooh. That works. That actually works. Mm, that works. Well, I can see your eyes twinkling. What are you thinking? <laughs> I mean, the way that the way that I would relate perfect to this episode is I mean the idea around perfection, really. Just um for me as a recovering perfectionist, um, mm. I think a lot of the times before I make a decision, I'm thinking about the worst case scenario or I'm thinking so much, I'm overthinking it. And then I end up kind of feeling a bit paralyzed in my decisions. Um, Mm -hmm. And, or or sometimes I might, you know, just be spontaneous and say something or do something, but then I am thinking in my head, oh, why did you do like that? Why did you say like that? Or maybe what are people going to think of you? And so there's this still Mm -hmm. a mental battle that's going on. Um, Mm And I think it's based on this idea of myself that I have to be perfect. Um, mm. And I and I think that's something that I'm unlearning, definitely. Um, mm. And yeah, it's just not possible to be perfect. Jesus is the only mm. one that was perfect. So I'm not trying to be like, well, I hopefully can be like Jesus. But it's just it's just mm. it's something that um, is very hard to uh, to attain. But yeah, no, definitely. And I think like you know, the thing we're talking about today is is about balancing what often feels like uh, two conflicting um, things, which is like having freedom and having responsibility. And, yeah. um, and sometimes it feels like one swings one way and the other. 
And I guess in thinking about perfect, um, a, a lot of the uh, associations that I have with being with with that and also being someone who's a recovering perfectionist is like it is all about being responsible and like being the best at something or just being reliable and often for me that is the opposite of autonomy I feel like the more I let go of this idea of being perfect the freer I feel and the more myself I feel like I'm able to step into because I'm not trying to fit into whatever's been outlined for me. And maybe that isn't necessarily like the opposite of being responsible because, you know, you can be responsible and be free as well. <laughs> and I think we're going to talk about that. But I think, yeah, when it comes to being perfect, maybe it's about, for me, in relation to this, I just think about, um, I don't know, like, who am I doing these things for? And um yeah I think the more I can embrace like being perfectly imperfect that like cliche statement I think it is something that, that falls between having a good balance of like freedom and responsibility to like according to the person who I want to be for the sake of me Tembi and not what other people say and that's a big thing that I, I struggle with actually because I am someone who likes to put forward a, a very well put together image which is often at the detriment of being my authentic self so mm -hmm. I don't know I feel like I'm going on a tangent a little bit but no. I don't know when I think of perfect I guess that's how I relate it with this this dichotomy of autonomy versus being responsible yeah no I mean we went straight into it I don't think you were on a tangent at all to be to be honest um you I think you were saying about how you is it that you like to put on um a well put together image is that what you said so I don't want to misquote what you said I think it's I think it's a comfort I think it's like almost like uh I like you know like wanting a sense of um I don't know it's like it's like a control of how I'm perceived but it's not even that it's more like I like that no I do I like seeming like I know <laughs> what I'm talking about I like <laughs> I, yeah. I do I I like also being put together in terms of just like for me to be fair like I like yeah. you know dressing a certain way and things but yeah. sometimes I'm like I, I'm better at it now for example but I remember like when lockdown happened was when I I maybe like cared on a new level now like a lot less on how I look when I'm going out to the shop and stuff like that I'm like okay. I'm I'm wearing joggers every single day my my hair is not done I do not care like I actually don't care um yeah. but then yeah with things like that I think that's like small small me like trying to unlearn that maybe mm. and me learning to say I don't know and things like that but yeah yeah absolutely oh my gosh I feel like asking so many questions but I guess maybe I should <laughs> think about about what you said and how that potentially relates to me as well um yeah because I think it's all part of like peeling back layers yeah. of um whatever we've been conditioned to be in order to get to like our true selves right and mm -hmm. I know like one of the questions you had for this is um should your 20s be about discovering yourself and like what does that mean I mean like yeah what do you think for that like has it been that? And what does that mean? What does discovering yourself, what has that meant for you? I mean, that's, that's a question and a half, to be honest, mm. <laughs> even though I thought about it. Um, I guess I would say, um, 
should 20s be spent discovering yourself yes um I think it's funny because I'm saying your 20s but I recognize that we're both kind of in our late 20s so I also want to kind of say 20s into 30s because I know I'll still be discovering myself into my 30s as well um Mm -hmm. I definitely think that this period of adulting should be spent discovering yourself um and Mm -hmm. I think in that it also involves you know making some mistakes whatever that actually means and you know just doing like almost experimenting and and figuring out what who you are what you like what you dislike in a new way but I think Mm -hmm. that that doesn't come without some sort of level of um, stepping out of your comfort zone or stepping out of the box and even potentially risk-taking in a certain in certain respects um, and I think what I've personally found maybe a bit difficult or something that I'm trying to figure out is how much should I step out of my comfort zone how much should I take this risk you know things that I wouldn't necessarily do if I was in my parents house like oh she's gonna go out and spend all night you know whatever partying or, or in someone's house just having a good time vibing um yeah what that could potentially lead to you know what I'm saying and those are the set the sorts of things that I've thought about like hmm what are my in a sense where where does the line end what are my boundaries when when do I say no actually I don't want to do that no I actually don't want to go there um am I saying it because I'm afraid of certain things or am I just saying it because I've discovered that yes this is I've discovered myself and this is a limit for me if you know what I mean Mm. um yeah so but 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 I would definitely say that in this I mean I've I've moved out maybe two years ago in these two years I've definitely discovered myself more than I have than I uh, compared to when I was in my parents house and that's literally because Mm. I can do what I want when I want eat what (laughs) I want you know what I'm saying literally you know it's funny because you can be an adult in your parents house but it's still their house you're still Mm. living under their rules to a certain extent I mean my parents anyways you know obviously everyone's different yeah 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 stepping out has just been different for me and I think yeah there's been mistakes and and there's been things that I've learned I'm like oh wow like oh this is kind of cool like I really enjoy one thing I discovered about myself is I really enjoy having a peaceful environment um Mm. it seems obvious but I try my hardest to protect the energy around me if I can see that something is off with a person or something is off with a certain atmosphere I'm out like I'm just like all right you guys you guys can chill there I'm going to my room I'm gonna light some candles and listen to some music because I just don't have the energy anymore um yeah to deal with that so yeah I don't know that's me <laughs> yeah I, I'm just wondering like when you talk about uh like the risk taking stepping out of your comfort zone do yeah. you have an example of a time where you've done that and also like I'm curious what where your comfort zone comes from and mm. a word in the back of my mind on that which I want to hopefully come back to is like you know when people talk about I guess it's like an American phrase like home training like if you've lost your home training (laughs) (laughs) on the subject of like leaving home and I'm just thinking as well that there's like um, I think that does play a part in like some of the boundaries that I set in terms of like you know I'm not gonna do this because at the end of the day I am still my mother's daughter (laughs) you know I'm still carrying the surname that I the surname that I have and I think that's also something that can be quite grounding but yeah like where when have you stepped out of your comfort zone what what was the scenario there for you 
Man, I don't even know if I want to talk about it to be honest. <laughs> okay. okay. I don't even know if I'm trying to go there right now. But um, I mean it can be a a light, a light, a low key one. Um, obviously Timmy and I are on Zoom, so we could there's, there's so many facial expressions and things that are happening that you guys <laughs> can't see. <laughs> it's very funny. But I guess just in terms of the question about maybe where my comfort zone comes from. Um mm definitely i've had many thoughts about this whole i am my mother's child and and i carry this as a quesali name and mm. at a certain point it's like no this isn't you because you come from this family and it's just it's something that's ingrained in you um the way that we were raised and the things that we were taught you know even if certain mm. things weren't said don't do this don't do that um it was almost unwritten um it was mm. an unwritten rule and I can mm-hmm. go back as an example, for example, I can go back to secondary school um, when I was a lot younger and, and people would say, oh, hey, can you come over to this party? Like, we're going to do a sleepover and then we're going to go to a party. Da, da, da. And I'm just like, the answer is no. And they're like, mm-hmm. no, 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 but can you just ask your parents? I'm like, there's no point in me asking my parents because the answer is no. I already know the answer is no. And it's just those yeah. certain things that kind of stay with you, I guess. Um, and for me... So there's that is 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 how I've been raised, but I think it's also because I'm a Christian, and it's also coming from that Christian background of mm-hmm. this is right, this is wrong, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think definitely in in my twenties or in this period, I've just I've um, I feel like the way that I was a Christian before is not the way that I'm a Christian now, and mm-hmm. in that respect, it's trying to understand what my limits are. It's trying mm-hmm. to understand, you know the way that I understood the world before is not necessarily the same. Am I okay with that? Am I not, you know? And I'm very conscious that there might be certain people who believe or, you know, certain faith uh, Christians that would say, oh, you know, for example, I wouldn't go to the club. You know, I'm I'm using very base level examples here. Like yeah. I wouldn't go to the club. I wouldn't, you know, do certain things. Some people, some Christians don't even drink, you know, well, that's not my story. So yeah. Um, yeah. So those, those are the things I guess I would say. Um, without obviously going too deep but what do you think where does your yeah I mean I guess you've explained kind of where your comfort zone comes from but like do you have an example of like you know kind of similar basically I'm asking the question back to you like an example of you stepping out of your yeah actually I do think in a similar way it for me anyway like making decisions like um have I been in a club I don't even know (laughs) um but i know we I'm tried like, on new year's eve we tried on that, new year's that eve but that didn't work fail. Oh that goodness. was a fail <laughs> i guess anyway. um yeah um but i i know like for me like in during my undergrad at university like i definitely avoided certain spaces and i didn't drink at the time and mm. yeah maybe that's like a shift where um I then started to think about like why am I doing certain things and also my evolution as like a a Christian or like my worldviews um Mm. changing and then like making the decision that um you know I've never been someone who um even the way I eat like I think I do consider like what I put into my body um so even when I made the decision to drink I always knew that I would always have a limit so even though I allowed myself that responsibility to be like you know what I feel like my shift I have had some shifts on certain things that I believe about what I will allow and what I won't 
and um and then for me like that meant I had room to like have wine if I want to and things like that but yeah. I know that within that for myself I would never want to binge drink. I don't see purpose personally in like drinking to the point of like oblivion and, you know, destroying my body and feeling out of control. So I think that's been like an example where like, yeah, I've like let myself open up a certain door, but it's still within a certain confine. And that is grounded actually on like knowing for me, like I value um, like, you know, just good physical health to some extent. Like I'm not like the healthiest guru person, but you know, I do think about, you know, like what I put in my body. And I think like that informed my decision with like how much alcohol I have, if I do have it. And mm. um, yeah, so I think that's like maybe an example. Um, yeah. And yeah, and again, that comes from, and I guess it is kind of influenced by by home because I guess different um, environments that you're exposed to will um, will kind of shape your relationship to something. Um, yeah. And I think with people where like alcohol is more of a norm and in abundance, maybe the relationship to like how much you restrain might be different. I don't know necessarily. Or it might mean that you don't even want it at all because it just wasn't great. So I think, yeah, yeah. that's definitely shaped that for me. Mm -hmm. You know, I, when you were thinking about when you were saying that, I was thinking about a similar, the same thing, really, because I mean, I didn't. I don't think I drank until after uni and I know that's not really mm. a lot of people's stories but me too yeah, it yeah. just didn't happen to be honest I just didn't see the need and I, and I didn't like the taste and you know it wasn't until I was like sort of waitressing and stuff that I, that I drank a little bit because I I almost need people would rec would ask me what would I recommend and I'm like I don't drink mm -hmm. and it was really awkward so um yeah it wasn't until I was in my sort of mid-20s that I started to drink and I would say similarly, yeah, I, I think I have changed my view on on what I think about alcohol and, and drinking and things like that. I do drink to have a good time. I don't necessarily get drunk. I, there have been moments where I've been drunk and I'm like, oh, wow, this is wild. Um, <laughs> yeah. you know, not to the state of oblivion, but, you know, it's like, oh, yeah. okay, this is a different experience. I'm I'm almost like, I don't want to say happy. I, yeah, I guess I'm happy that I experienced it, but I'm also learning that, mm, maybe I don't like this you know it's it's for me it's just about not being afraid to figure it out because of the judgment that you might feel that you'll get I think as long like you're saying as long as you're being authentic to yourself and you're saying I'm making a conscious decision to do this because of how I feel rather than because of what other people you know are saying or you know mm -hmm. I think that's that's a I think personally that's a, it's an authentic place to be in and another mm -hmm. example I can give is um around intimacy actually because mm -hmm. I know well I guess my growing up or you know my love language hasn't really been physical touch it's probably been the lowest thing on my list not that I don't like it but I think I really am more interested in knowing people's minds and I can I, I'm quite a deep person so I can really get into sort of deep um connections of people without even touching them but I mm. think um, even getting into a relationship and just a few of the interactions that I've had with guys I've discovered more and more that no I actually like physical touch in this yeah. um, context and you know I will in quote push those boundaries to a certain extent like okay I'm before I wasn't comfortable with this but yeah now I am comfortable with this and I'm okay mm. with that you know um as long as it's true to myself if I'm still feeling like ah, you shouldn't have done this. You have done like, I need to really assess that. Why is that? You know, is it mm. because I feel judged? 
or is it because I genuinely feel like that is my boundary so Mm. I think that's something that I'm definitely figuring out as well just what are the lines around intimacy for me Um, Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and how I can sort of reconcile that with my faith as well so yeah um, yeah yeah I feel like something that we probably have in common is um quite a a fairly like deep sense of grounding in terms of like what our boundaries are I feel like that's something we both share and I'm I'm just wondering has there ever been a time where like you felt a bit outside of that um Mm. at all I'm thinking about that for myself as well if there's ever been a scenario like that outside Um, of my boundaries yeah and like this um the grounding that we're talking about in terms of like but I I, you know I might do this but I know that I'm gonna come back to this Mm. um Mm -hmm. no for sure there's definitely been moments where I I've been outside of my boundaries and I'm very aware (laughs) that I'm outside of my boundaries (laughs) and I think how did that feel and I think oh just uncomfortable just awkward It, it feels like it feels like an outer body experience a little bit because it's like, I feel this way. I want to do these things, but I also, I'm not comfortable with it, but it feels good. It's just very odd. And yeah. so it's like a very weird space to be in. Um, and I think in those moments, it's like, I, for myself, I know better for myself. This is not going to happen again. I am yeah. genuinely uncomfortable with this. However, I think there's a side of it that's like, Mm. oh wow you're really you're really um willing to almost see where this goes or you're willing to experience something in a new way which is extremely scary and extremely vulnerable but it's all it's weird because I'm like in one level I'm like I'm uncomfortable and another level I'm like wow you're really trying to experience life in a new way and and see what that what that feels like or what that is for you you know um Mm -hmm. So yeah, I do think certain certain things you learn from experience, even though certain things hundred percent about it. Yeah, nah, me it's like, experience. <laughs> you are definitely an experienced person. You will fully be like, listen, yeah, I'm gonna do X Y Z, and I'm very aware that I'm doing X Y Z, and it's like, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> it's like, let us know your findings. <laughs> that yeah. Is let us know your findings. That is it's you. true though. I am I am trying to get better at that. Like I am trying to get better at like it's not every day you need to learn by experience. Some days just no, you know, sometimes <laughs> just just trust what the other person has said. Because <laughs> I'm tired of learning. It's not every day. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um it's that. it's just not every day. Um Especially, I think the wisdom of knowing some things are just not worth the the tinkering, you know. And you know, we talked mm. about self discovery, and I mm. think I'm very glad that you know. I in the last episode, I talked about talked about how last year was about fun with me, and a lot of that was like trying new things, and it has been mm. really fun. But I feel like yeah. it's like okay, that was cool for then, and there needs to be like some kind of because I know myself, and I know yeah. that um if I don't have any parameters and also because of the person who I want to be I can't just be out here wilding out I can't just be here just surrounding myself with anyone I can't just be out here doing the most um so I I have to have a little bit of a yeah a bit of a stop and and just chill sometimes um would you like say that yeah go on I was gonna say are you would you say that you're a risk taker 
because because yes. I was <laughs> yes I agree and I am too <laughs> to be fair I say that to an extent though yeah yeah you think you are too in what sense um I am someone who like if you dare me to do something I'm gonna do it because psh, yo, yeah you will do you know what I'm saying yeah you I would. would do it I don't care do you know what I'm saying and I think that's a side of me that I'm very aware of and so mm. basically what you were saying was kind of it just made me think about I know my personality and mm-hmm. I know that I I really want to experience the world I feel like I'm quite mentally or internally I'm quite a free spirit like I really mm. want to just go out there discover the world just enjoy life and just take everything that life has to give me but mm-hmm. then there needs to be a limit because I know that that is my personality you know mm. and so you know that that did resonate with me just now it's kind of like yeah it's not every day just do everything it's not every day just yolo um you know but then yeah i think people don't really see that side of me because again i i think i present as someone who almost has it all together that's very calm and the amount of people at work that have said to me you're very calm present oh my goodness me too yeah i'm like girl i'm crazy what do you mean like (laughs) if only you knew what was going on backstage yeah i'm telling you i'm mad like what do you mean (laughs) thanks but thanks you know what i'm saying so yeah and it's not even intentional it's just i feel like there's a certain circle that that the friends that are invited into that space that my colleagues just don't have that access to Mm -hmm. um yeah but anyway sorry what was your question (laughs) actually you started talking about it already it was about that line between freedom and risk which I think we've Mm -hmm. spoken to and yeah I think with some things I feel like relatively speaking though we probably do sound at least let me speak for me I probably might be considered by most people or other people as quite risk averse because I take consideration yeah. of like, this is how far I'll go. Therefore, that yeah. that probably does come across quite risk averse. But I think maybe it sits on like, it's relative because to me, like, I think, because um, someone else might like not even put those barriers for themselves because they want to fully delve into discovery. That's and true. and that's, that's about fully being risk taken. I know people who are like that and live their best lives. Um, so that's why I'm like, oh, maybe to an extent. But I feel like mm. I know, like similar to you, I feel like I know, like if there's something I want, that's the, that's my danger. <laughs> if I want something, <laughs> if I'm it's what me. I want, mm. no one's telling me otherwise. <laughs> you what? <laughs> what, mate? No, you this mate? is what I want. <laughs> no, I'm I'm going for it and I do not care. So mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. yeah. And then that's something I've had to learn to rein in again because um yeah. it's a stubborn mindset and it doesn't always lead to good results. And yeah. um it's about channeling that energy into something that mm-hmm. can reap better benefits for myself and other things Absolutely. in general. You know. Absolutely. You know, yeah, that makes me just think about for myself anyway, just accountability. Um mm because there, there'll be times where I'm just like, this is it, I'm gonna do this because that's what I wanna do. And then I'll talk to my friend about it. And then it's like, she's kind of talking me out of it. And I'm like, oh, fine, maybe I'll just do it tomorrow then. Like maybe I'll think about it and then decide tomorrow, but that doesn't always happen, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think accountability is not spoken about enough because, well, it depends on who is the person that is accountable for you in a sense, because mm-hmm. if they are your friends, if they are your siblings, the people that know you and know what, you're about they will know when to step in and they'll know when to kind of allow you to experience your life in a sense Mm. um 
I feel like I wouldn't necessarily ask my parents to be accountable for me in, in that respect because they were just, oh, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this because they love mm. me and they don't want to see me get hurt. Whereas mm. certain friends like you and my other friends might might be, okay, I mean, I'm not really sure, but, you know, do you? And in other instances, it's like, sis, I'm going to tell you right now, the answer, you should not be doing that. So that's your business if you want to do it, but I'm going to tell you that you probably shouldn't because it's going to end badly. And in mm. those moments, I'm like, oh, fine, let me just go to bed, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I hear that. <laughs> I guess like just to to wrap up, like um I want to ask three things actually about like firstly, who would you say now that you are accountable to? Mm. Can I say I'm accountable to God? Does that make sense? Of course it does. Yeah, I think I would say I'm accountable to God, yeah. Um mm. I'm still my parents' kid. Mm. So I wouldn't say I'm accountable to them, but I it's almost like accountable adjacent in a, in a certain way. Um, <laughs> it's, it's like it's on the side, so I'm aware of it, but definitely yeah. accountable to God. I think God is my kind of um, almost like my foundation. So that's kind of what I use to ground my who I use to ground myself um, and to recognize like, yeah, you want freedom. Yeah, you want to experience life and understand yourself. But at the end of the day, like, what is your faith? What do you believe? And how does that help you inform the decisions that you want to make? Um, what are the parameters? I feel like God is like helps me with my parameters, basically. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what that's what I would say. What about you? Yeah, I think for me, yeah, I think definitely like my my spiritual connection um, to what is bigger than me, yeah, to God. And I think also like I want to say my the deepest part of myself um like uh yeah whether that's my gut and also yeah like my inner voice like my my truest part of myself whatever that is um uh and yeah also actually like for sure like my mother I would say Mm. to to an extent as well (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um can I ask a question yeah go on it's, it was just about, I mean, these are thoughts that you had and it's just about sort of in your own words, <laughs> um, mm. complete the sentences, complete the sentences, autonomy is and responsibility is. Mm. For me, autonomy is clarity. Mm. And responsibility is... adulting (laughs) yeah (laughs) I was gonna say knowing who you're accountable to and yeah and not forgetting that Mm. um yeah maybe that's what I'd Mm. say what about you I like it um autonomy is the freedom to me autonomy is the freedom to express yourself Mm. absent from judgment and external influences Mm. um and I would say responsibility is um accountability as well Uh, responsibility Mm -hmm. is groundedness and accountability maybe yeah being groundedness that's a good word yeah Mm. um I guess we can leave it there yeah that's a good one to mull on thanks guys see you
Thanks everyone for tuning in to another episode of Somewhat Grown. What should our next episode be about? Let us know using the email somewhatgrown at gmail.com. Don't forget to connect with us on social media if you haven't already. You can find us on the handle at underscore somewhatgrown on Instagram. You can also find Tembi on at TembiRain on IG and Twitter. And find me, Izzy, on at It's Izzy Eze on all platforms. Catch you next time.